Your life's not like anyone else's. And chances are you found yourself on adventures you never planned to take. It's all part of this crazy journey we call life. Learning how to embrace the unexpected while working to live your best life is not easy. But you've come to the right place. Because in my world, if it's highly unlikely, it's practically guaranteed to happen. I'm Lavina Perry, and this is the Highly Unlikely Podcast. Have you ever heard someone say that people never really change? I definitely have. And for a long time, I really believed that. I I mean, people can change their behavior, but I really struggle with the idea that someone could change who they are at their core. It's kind of like seeing a, a stylist and finding clothing that uh, matches your, that, that looks better on your body, right? And that's more flattering to your body type. That doesn't change your body. Changing your thoughts and beliefs takes a lot of time and a lot of effort, and it can be a lot more challenging uh, than just changing how you interact with the world on the outside. Just like changing your body takes a lot more time and effort. Welcome back to the Highly Unlikely Podcast. I'm Lavina Perry, and today we're going to be talking all about personal transformation. What does that mean? Is it really possible? And how do you get started? So let's dig right into this. I want to share a little story with you and just to kind of demonstrate (laughs) uh, how I've seen someone's personal transformation. It was kind of just presented to me in about five seconds how I saw who they used to be compared to who they are now, like on the inside and how that presented itself to the world. So I met some new friends at a conference that I went to and I ended up on the same flight home back to Denver with them. And we were all coming out off the airplane and one of the ladies was sharing with us about how she used to travel for work and she was in the corporate world and she really didn't like who she was. And she shared this uh, demonstration, if you will, of something, how she would have handled something. And I was shocked. Like, it was super negative and you know you've like hurt you well you've probably met them the mean girls who do things that just like cut you to your core and i was just like oh my gosh like and she's like yeah i really i didn't like who i was at that stage of my life and i got out of the corporate world and started my own business and she's explained all this right about the time that this woman walks by so you've all seen how people look when they're at the airport <laughs> like the average traveler Take me, for instance, I was wearing Crocs and hiking pants and literally a sweatshirt with a moose sewn on the front of it. So embarrassing. And this woman walks by and she was dressed so classy, like not flashy, not like in your face, but just like she was wearing this dress. It was colorful, but not super loud. She had heels, her hair and makeup were done. And She's just like this confidence killer that walks by. And this woman who had just told me this horrific thing that she had done, she's like, hold on a minute. And she walks over to this confidence killer and she says, I just want you to know you look so beautiful. 
And the effort you've put into this is not unnoticed. And I just want to tell you, you're glowing. And she just, like the woman just like smiled and was so super gracious about it. And then my friend walks back over to us and I'm standing there wearing my poor choices, like trying to process what just happened. And I was like, oh my gosh, she actually has changed in this moment of telling me about who she was and the poor choices that she made and the really negative way that she interacted with the world. Her mind was so in tune with positivity and optimism and just genuine kindness that even in that moment where she was sharing something really negative about her past, that did not limit her and dictate the way that she interacts with her world now because on the inside, she's genuinely someone who wants to bring love and kindness into the world. This kind of got me thinking about my own personal transformation and this journey that I've been on. And oh man, it gave me a lot to think about. I feel like real change when I think about personal transformation, like we can have these giant moments in our life where we can be like, oh, I had this happen and it changed me forever. And that's rarely true in that maybe outside of that moment where you feel like it changed you forever. That big experience might launch you onto a different path. It might help you to change your trajectory in life and start implementing changes. But rarely do you have one experience that immediately, without fail, changes everything about you. In my experience, right, I can't speak for everyone and every path that they've ever been on. In my experience, we can have experiences and challenges that change our trajectory and help us start down a path to change, but that 100% transformation rarely happens in that moment. So I want to talk to you a little bit today about what that looks like for you. Because for me, I feel like for a long time, I felt like I was defined by the choices that I had already made. And there is a real thing called consequences. And some consequences for decisions that you've made are lifelong. And that cannot be understated. That being said, there is truth in that your past decisions do not have to define you and they don't have to limit you because you have the ability to problem solve and reason things through and think of solutions and figure out how to get the things out of life that you want regardless of the choices that you've made in the past. That doesn't mean that you're free from the consequences of those decisions because we all are. I mean, if Uh, you know, for me, like I had a health issue that made it really hard for me to get out of bed. And once I got that problem fixed um, and I wasn't in pain and agony every day and I got up to be active again, I quickly discovered the consequences of being sick and stuck in bed was that I had gained a bunch of weight and my muscles were no longer what they were and I didn't have the energy that I used to have. And it took a really long time for me to work my way out of that, to drop the extra pounds and be working out and get my energy back and build up my muscles to where they were when I felt great before. So there are real and sometimes lasting consequences to whatever it is that you've gone through, whatever decisions that you've made in the past. But that doesn't mean that you have to be defined by 
those decisions. You don't have to be defined by your past because you have the ability to change your decisions. You have the ability to make different decisions today. You have the ability to make different decisions tomorrow. And the decisions that you make can enact significant change and personal transformation over time. So we need to get our heads straight and make sure that our our mindset is really clear and where it belongs on that you are not trapped by the decisions you've made in the past. You have the ability to enact change in your life. Focusing on what decisions can I make today that are going to be different than the decisions I made yesterday. Because you cannot enact change in your life if you make the same decisions every single day, every single hour of every single day. Nothing's going to change. In order to have things change, you have to make different choices. Whatever that is, if it could be about around your fitness, it could be around your health, it could be around uh, the relationships inside the walls of your home, it could be uh, in your career, it could be in big, huge, overarching goals that you want to achieve. And if you haven't made any progress towards that, then you need to make different decisions and take different actions in order to move closer to achieving those goals. Let's just talk about how we get started on this journey. So there is some basic concepts of change that we have to understand and implement. And that is, there is a foundation. So if, you know, just like if you're going to build a house, before you put up one single piece of wood for a frame of this house, you have to lay the foundation. And if you want that house to be lasting, you have to build a strong foundation. You have to do it the right way. So it's the same for what we're building in our lives. If you are trying to create a life that you want to be beautiful and lasting and have an impact, you have to lay a solid foundation for the life that you are trying to build. And that foundation consists of setting goals for yourself, starting routines that will help you to achieve those goals, distancing yourself from toxic environments and relationships, and setting boundaries for yourself and others by how you want to define your how you interact with the world and how the world interacts with you. So Taking a little bit of time to figure out how to lay an appropriate foundation. And I always like to go back to something tangible. It is easier for our brains to make uh, conceptual connections to things when you give it something tangible that it can associate with. So let's talk about hiking and how creating a foundation for success looks And then see how we can apply that to a personal transformation, which is deep internal work and hiking is very physical. So if you are going to hike a 14er, you have a lot of foundational work to do in order to prepare for that hike. And in order to be successful, you're going to have to be able to hike miles and miles uphill on an incline, right? So you're going to want to be doing some cardio. And so you're going to have to create a habit of doing cardio every day. So if you're like me and I live, you know, Mile High City, I live 
just over 5280. I am at at an advantage to someone who maybe lives in Florida or uh, on the beach in California where you're living at close to zero elevation because you're used to all that fresh oxygen, right? And I'm used to having a fight to breathe. So um, depending on where you live, that process of starting a habit of doing cardio and building up your endurance and the efficiency of your heart and lungs to be able to take oxygen from the air and let it circulate through your body, that is essential. Because when you're going up to 14,000 feet at the top of this really tall mountain, there's not a lot of air. And so your heart and lungs need to be very efficient at being able to utilize the oxygen they have in order to keep your body going. And your muscles need to get strong and your body needs to get efficient at moving. And there's a need for a really consistent habit of working out. So you might set a goal for yourself that you're going to run a certain number of miles each week, or you're going to run a certain number of miles while carrying a backpack to give yourself that boost uh, for your cardio workout. You might lift weights uh, so that your, your muscles can get stronger. You might also think about your diet and what you're eating. You might want to limit sugar and uh, eat more protein so that you can help build muscle. And so there's all of these things that you need to think about in order to lay the foundation for your success at, at climbing a 14er. Once you have laid that foundation, you have like planning to do, right? If you live in Colorado like I do, A 14er might just be like an hour away, whereas if you live across country and you want to fly to Colorado to hike a 14er, you might need to book airfare and get a hotel and plan out the logistics of how you're going to get to the trailhead to hike this 14er. So you're going to be mapping it out and deciding, okay, I need to book a hotel. I need to book a rental car. I need to book a flight to get out there. And I need to map out where the trailhead is and how long it's going to take me to drive there. So those are going to be kind of like these milestone things that you need to do along the way that you're mapping out your, basically your roadmap to hiking a 14er. So when we're talking about transforming your life, you're going to be going through these same steps but on an emotional, mental level doing internal work. So it's not going to be as concrete as I need to book a hotel. It might be something like I need to get my anxiety under control or I need to get my depression under control and I might need to see a doctor for that. I might need to be doing some alternative therapies that I can use in conjunction with um, therapy with my counselor or in conjunction with medication to get these things under control. It might be that you need to go into counseling or into therapy, especially if you're struggling Uh, inside of a relationship uh, with your spouse or one of your children, uh, figuring out, can we go see a counselor together? Can Are there things that we can work through together? This might be something that, you know, I really need to have boundaries because I am allowing myself to be a doormat for the people in my life, or I am enabling people in my life to have really bad behavior and figuring out what boundaries that you need to set for yourself This also could be about starting new habits. Uh, You might need to be working out just so that you can feel better. 
You might need to uh, set a habit to do journaling. Maybe you need to be writing about some of the stuff that you've got going around in your head that's causing you to feel anxiety. So building really healthy habits, eating healthy so that you can feel better, that will help you have more energy and maybe not feel sick. Uh, There's a million ways to think about this and what it is that you need to do in order to change internally that will affect the way that you behave externally. Anybody can change their behavior and have it have, you know, short term like, oh, well, I'm not going to yell at strangers anymore, which I hope you're not yelling at strangers, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be nasty to the people that I come in contact with while I have to travel for my job. Like externally, you can make that decision and yes, the world will be a better place from it, but what are the internal benefits for you? Are you actually changing who you are on the inside or are you just more concerned with how people see you and kind of that social protection for yourself to not be harshly judged by people because there's two very different motivations. If you're changing your behavior because of how other people see you, or if you are changing your behavior as a result of changing who you are on the inside. Do you feel bad about yelling at strangers? You don't like how that feels and you know you wouldn't like to be that way. You don't want to be treated that way by others. And so you're changing how you interact with the world because you want to feel better on the inside. When we're thinking about personal transformation, these should be things that you're doing because you want to be a better person, because you want to feel better, because you want to be able to fulfill your potential, because you want to genuinely be a better human being. These shouldn't be behavioral changes that you're making based on what other people think about you, based on optics, external optics. We shouldn't be virtue signaling through our behavior so that people will think a certain way of us. The The transformation that, that you're actually seeking is a deeper transformation. And that starts by building a foundation for change, creating habits and setting goals, and then taking actions every day that get you closer to achieving those goals. That is how you lay a foundation for personal transformation. So the next thing that I want to talk to you about is consistency, because in anything that you do where you want to actually enact change, real change in your life, consistency is the key. So now you're going to say, oh, well, I start new goals and then after a couple weeks, I just give up because I've messed up so many times. This is where I want to talk to you about consistency. Everybody messes up when they're doing anything new. I have had habits that have taken me years to be able to be consistent at. Here's the secret. Don't stop starting over. If you are starting a journal practice and you're you're going to write every morning for 10 minutes and then you get busy or you have an appointment and life happens and your kids go crazy in the mornings, whatever, life happens. Those, that's normal. And so after three days, you don't write in it. And then you, you're like five days later, like, oh crap, I haven't been writing in my journal. Well, I guess I failed at that. No, you come back and you start writing again. You start writing again. You forget, you start again. Okay, and there's things that you can do to help yourself remember. So that, again, that's part of that foundation. Are you setting a reminder on your phone to go off? When you're writing, are you setting a timer 
so that you're not getting overwhelmed by ending up spending 30 minutes writing and you've set this really negative association in your mind like, oh, every time I sit down to journal, it ends up being, it's supposed to be 10 minutes, it ends up being like 30 minutes and I just don't have time for it. You've created that by not building a solid foundation. Set your timer for 10 minutes. Only write for 10 minutes. Put it on your calendar. Set a reminder to go off every day. Put up a note where you can see it. There's so many strategies that you can use to implement new goals. And when you do mess up, because you will mess up, you start again. And you keep trying. You keep trying. And you keep trying. And you don't internalize any of these stops and starts as your identity. Because failure is not an identity. It is an event. And you only experience true failure when you stop trying. So be consistent and keep trying again and again until you get it right. Because like I said before, we are focused on incremental change. And if you are someone that starts things and then you quit, but you don't want to be that person anymore, The way you overcome that is by starting again and starting again, because that is how you're going to incrementally change who you are on the inside. You're going to change from someone who starts and gives up quickly to someone who keeps trying over and over and over again until you get it right, until it becomes part of who you are from the inside out. The next thing I want to bring up is about keeping track, because On your personal transformation journey that we are all on, because we are all on a personal transformation journey, regardless of how long we've been doing it, we still, like, nobody's perfect, right? There's still changes that you're going to want to make. You're still working to perfect and refine and, and, and be better, interact better with the world. And I would encourage you to track that because on this journey, you are going to face discouragement and you're going to have some really hard times where you just don't feel like going on. Like, I am just done with this, all of it. I just want to go to bed and eat chips and watch Netflix, and I don't want to do this anymore. There's going to be times like that. It might last for an hour. It might last for a month, but you are going to have times of discouragement. Take a little bit of time and track things that can be tracked. Track your workouts. Keep a journal with dates on it and have like a physical book that you can look back and be like, oh, I've been doing this for 90 days. I've been journaling for six months now. You can keep track of, you know, like if you are a creator that's trying to grow your social platform, you can keep track at the end of the month how many followers you have at the end of each month. If you are, if you're getting into investing and you're trying to track your portfolio growth, what are the balances on your accounts at the end of the month? There's so many strategies that you can use and you don't want to let this go too far because we tend to have this idea (laughs) for whatever reason that if a little bit is good, a lot must be better. So you can go overboard with the tracking and that's just going to take up so much time and energy. Just pick one or two simple things that are really indicative of growth in your personal transformation journey and track those one or two things. Because that way, when you're facing discouragement, when you're having that hard time, you're going to be able to look and say, okay, I started this on this day and it's been six months and look at how far I've come. I just had a a moment not that long ago where I was feeling like I still have so much to do. I just have so much work to do and I, I have so much further to go. And I've been doing this for long enough now that my brain immediately 
was like, no, no, mm -mm, don't do that. Look at how far you've come. Look at all of these things you've accomplished. Look at where you started a year ago, not even a year ago, compared to where you are right now. That is incredible. And then I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, self. Like I had this moment where I was so thrilled that my brain automatically was like, snapped me out of it and said, no, look how far you've come. And being able to focus on the progress you've made rather than the remaining leg of your journey, right? Or how many more steps you have to go. That is an incredible gift, but that starts by manually having those conversations with yourself. When you're having those discouraging times, manually put up a note, like when you're discouraged, go look at your progress journal because you're gonna see that in the midst of your discouragement and be like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to go look at my at my progress journal and you can go look at it. And you're, so you're gonna be rewiring your brain. You're training yourself to start focusing on something different. You're shifting your perspective from your failures and how far you have to go and how far behind you are behind so-and-so and from all of these negative things. And you're shifting your focus to your journey your progress, your wins and successes, your consistency, your growth. Those are the things that you want to focus on because that is where personal transformation is happening. Personal transformation isn't happening two years from now or 10 years ago before you even knew what personal transformation was. Personal transformation isn't happening over in so-and-so's life. It's happening in your life. It's happening inside of you. This is your journey. So focusing on the proper things, the actions that you can take. So I want you to remember, just as a, a, a cap over all of this, if you don't take anything else away from this whole conversation, I want you to remember this one thing. You are not confined to the choices that you have already made. You have the ability and the power to enact real change in your life by changing your behavior and the choices that you make today and tomorrow and every day after that. Because transformation happens one choice at a time, one day at a time, over months and years of your life. It is a journey. It is not something that happens in one moment. By creating a foundation of goals and habits, and boundaries in your life, routines that you're going to follow on a daily basis, and making different choices and being consistent with those choices and starting over again and again until you get it right, and then tracking your progress that you make so that you can rely on it and fall back on the progress that you've already made during those discouraging times. That is how change happens. That is how you transform your life and yourself into the person that you want to be and into the life that you want to have. And that's all I have for you today. So until next time, take care of yourself, be kind, and live your best life. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Highly Unlikely Podcast, you can find more by following me on Facebook at A Highly Unlikely Life or find me on the web at a highly unlikely life.com. And don't forget to subscribe.